Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hey! And Tim Kalpakis. Oh, thanks for listening. And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Tim brings up a good point. Thanks for listening, uh, folks out there. You didn't have to, but you decided to listen to us, and hey, we appreciate it. Mike, you're losing them. <laughs> I'm losing They're it. dropping like flies out there. Too sincere. No, I mean that. I mean that. We've had, we've done a couple of these now, and I just wanted to make sure every single person knows we like that they listen to this. Yeah. Thank you. Um, subscribe. You know, hit the subscribe button. That way, pops right up every week. You don't even have to think. Hey, I got uh, uh, something that uh, I wanted to ask you guys at the beginning of this show. You want to be asked a question? Yeah, let her rip. I'd love to hear it. Great. Well, I was thinking we live in a, you know kind of a media age, right? Uh, I've heard it described that way. Yes, Tim. Digital, the digital age. Yes. Um, we, we got the 24-hour news cycle. Right? Oh. Everything is oh, go, go, go can information. I, can, I, can I shut that thing off one, one of these days? Well, yeah, no, but we like it, right? Oh, we love but, it. Yes, we love oh, yeah, it. Yeah. But I wanted to shut it off, but we yes, love we, it. We do love it. Well, our listeners, they're Gen Z, and they want to have all the information out. So I just think that we, at the top of our shows, you know, we could, if there's any booze news going on, right, in the world, mm -hmm. that's what we, we could be talking about. Mm -hmm. um, Stuff so, that the 24 hours news cycle will not cover. Something they're afraid to touch with a 40-foot pole. Right. But we're going to get right in there. And hey, listeners, if, you, if there's news you want to bring to our attention, you send it to us. But I, I just think if, if we're for, you know, starting right now... I don't have any particular news stories, but I'm looking at, I'm thinking of about 2020, and I'm just thinking this is the year of the to-go cocktail, right? This is the year. <laughs> Among other oh, things, yeah. yes. Yep. This is the year of the, the cocktail kit, take the, uh, the at-home cocktail kind right. of thing. Right. This is a year that there were all the uh, the wannabe White Claw Spike seltzer, Seltzers came out, right? Uh, and they all these are all top news items for everybody in America. Yeah, I'm surprised the 24. <laughs> surprised they're not covering this on ABC. A lot of people are getting distracted by election stuff, but this is what we should be talking about. Yeah. But, but there's even more than election stuff. But go ahead. No, I think the, <laughs> the election is, is where it starts and stops. But here's what's really important is this kind of booze news uh, mm -hmm. that's going on. But I thought, you know, for today, I want to ask you guys just for, as a starting point, what do, what do you guys been drinking recently? What if there was a highlight, a headline of mm. 2020 in your life, mm -hmm. in your little home, 
Okay. You want to press a little glass to your lips. Yeah. What what's the top because some people tried new things. Other people's reverted to old favorites for comfort. Some people I think said, I'm done drinking. I'm gonna try to not drink so much because it's a uh, becoming a problem here in quarantine. Yeah, and that's probably the best decision of all. Probably. That's probably a good one to do. It, I tried it. Can't be done. I did see that uh, drinking did go up like 30% nationwide in yeah. quarantine. Damn, dude. I do like uh, when it first, when Corona first hit, uh, Corona beers like weren't selling as well because people were like, it's probably in there. <laughs> I, I heard that news. So I went to Albertsons thinking I'll buy all the cheap Corona. It wasn't even on sale. I think that that oh. was... Um, that was spin, Mike. You got suckered by see, the See, I get on, I get on my news. That's why the 24-hour news does not play that type of stuff. And that's why I can come to this news source for Booze News. Yeah, and you, I will continue you, to do so. Booze News is trusted and there's no spin is the thing. Right. There's no spin zone. So with you guys, what is there anything or where you, you just been plugging along as usual? <sighs> what have I? I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm stick to the stick to the beers a mm-hmm. lot. I'm sort of a sitting beer ready, but I have been uh, making some martinis for myself now and then. Oh, it's gin? Uh, gin martini, Hendrix gin. It's my favorite type of martini. Top shelf, dude. Top shelf. I spend a little extra to get a little more. I spend a little extra to get a lot more. And uh, <laughs> I do them dirty with a uh, olive and, uh, yeah, you know, two of those. I forget what's going on in the world. Oh, I'm yeah. having a blast. <laughs> Those will knock you on your yeah, ass. Two of those, it's bedtime, fourteen hours style. Uh, for me, I do the uh, like a lot of people. It's the year of the seltzer. Yep, it's actually year year two of the seltzer, I would say. Mm-hmm. But um, what are you liking? Are you liking Bon Viv or are you liking Maha? Or do you like? I'll tell you. you. Yep, exactly right. Maha is the way to go. I think. Love it. Also, I, I, I had tried some them of those. All. I had some of those Bon Vivs on your uh, your good word of it, and uh, I really liked it. Bon Viv. Cool, crisp. I, they added more flavors that I don't like as much. But I, I felt I started this year, January, February, thinking this is going to be the summer of Bon Viv. I'm going to be at a pool party mm. chugging these. And then that yep. didn't happen. No, it, it didn't did not. Yeah. But so I chug them on my couch just the same. And it, it works just as good. I'll say that. I've tried them all. The Corona version is good. Oh, yeah. I've tried the Bud Light. I've tried the White Claw. I also don't like how many of the new Mango. I think we can skip Mango. Yeah, what is going on uh, with why do they all have to do the mango? I mean, you know, the, once the jewel does it, the jewel pods, now everybody's got to do mango. Once Chris Kattan did it, everybody thought they got to get it. <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Drop the mango. Listen to this. I've heard that uh, Pepsi is going to start getting into the seltzer game, hard seltzer oh, game. Boy. Or that's hard. Not spin, Mike. Who told you that? They had mentioned I heard it on a podcast, a news podcast. Are you sure? You have to go fact check that because if it's on booze news, it's my ass on the line. I'll go check it out. But it's, uh, you know, they kind of announced it, but I don't think they realized how many, uh, how difficult it really is. Well, this will be kind of cool. You could be tracking that story. Yeah, and I will. you're kind of like you're like Bob Woodward, right? Sure. And you go sure. and you find out, and you're and uh, Jeff, you're you're like Bernstein, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then me, because I'm helming the whole thing. I'm like Trevor Noah, because I'm funny, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're more like Nixon because you're not a crook. <laughs> that's I'm not a crook, so that's true. <laughs> there we go. Um. Yeah, I I was my booze news was I was doing beer again too. I feel like I started the the year saying. <laughs> I'm done with that stuff. And then I listened to a podcast called uh, Business Wars, and they did a season about Bud versus Miller, and I highly recommended it. And then it just makes you really want to chug a nice crisp yellow cold can. None of the hoppy stuff. No pun names about the hops. Tim, you, you can have your beer in a can. Sure. You can have it in a bottle. 
a glass bottle, in fact. I, the couple days ago, weekend ago, I was walking around New York City here and happened upon a, a German beer garden. Oh. Yeah. And there I am drinking beer out of a glass boot. Nice. So that's not bad either. That's pretty good. And it was does it? the thing where if you if you tip it wrong and the air catches weirdly in the toe, it all splashes back on yeah, you. Yeah, it gets you in the face. And yeah. did you do that on every sip? Yep, that's right. <laughs> the guy said, uh, you know, you should probably put it on this rain jacket we have here for our customers. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Give me that boot and scoot. Well, <laughs> folks, you heard it here first. Hanford drank from a boot. See you next time for more booze news. Wow. Hanford, I'm glad you brought up the Hendrix because you've made me a martini and you, you make them right. Did I use Hendrix gin? I probably did. You don't cut corners. And, and you I know, think, here, here's the, go ahead. Thank you, Jeff. I, I appreciate it. And I do want to hear more accolades. <laughs> and uh, I think that's going to be true with our drink of the day here. Oh, yeah. Is if uh, you don't cut corners, you get some primo ingredients, you're going to have a slamming cocktail in your hands. Yeah. Slamming salmon, baby. Slamming salmon, baby. Here's what I'll say, just going <laughs> back to the uh, martini. I, the Hendrix, I don't really know any other types of gin. I think I just started doing Hendrix because I saw it and I had just seen a commercial for it. So yes, commercials work. And I was at a bar, I was like, uh, because anytime they ask me what uh, liquor in something, or whatever cocktail I ask for, I freeze and I'm like, whatever I can think of or see. And I would say Bombay for a long time because I knew that one. And then I saw Hendrix one time. I was like, Hendrix. And then I've just stuck with that. I mean, I'm impressed. I think that that's a upper shelf kind of a thing. Gin is the one for me that I don't, I mean, I like your Tangerays. I like sure. your Sapphires, sure. but I buy Seagram's because it, for it's, it's so cheap yeah. and it just tastes like gin. I don't really need a floral. I mean, Hendrix is great, great but fancy gins sometimes are all too much juniper. Eh. Hey, listen to this. I was look, I was, as we're, uh, you know, researching our cocktails and making them and uh, having such a great time with them. Sure. I was looking at, well, I read this article about like what liquor is best for a cocktail. Do you need to spend a lot of money on a liquor? Most cocktails you probably don't. Uh, and it said like eye level on a liquor shelf is like, Pretty much your good, your decent stuff. Higher is like really expensive. Lower is not going to make your drink not taste good. See now, but this depends on the height of the shopper. True, true. Yeah, if you're a child, right, you're getting the bad stuff. What if I'm Shaquille O'Neal? Huh? Sha Shaquille O'Neal, you're looking over the whole shelf entirely, and you're not drinking well, at all. And you're maybe they're taking that into account that if you're if you're that tall, you can't afford the top shelf because you probably made a killing in the NBA. Right, right. And if you're short. You didn't make it to the NBA, so you're drinking the cheap stuff. The really the only way to make good money is basketball these days, huh? Yeah, Spud Webb though he could drink the he had a, he drank yeah. at a good budget. Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy Bogues, for instance. Steve Nash, even a small player. <laughs> sure, sure. Nothing wrong with that. Being a little shorter than the other guys on your team. What are we drinking today, huh, folks? Folks, let's talk about the drink of the day. Nice. Drink of the week. Yeah. Enough of this. People don't want a bunch of jibber jabber. They don't want booze news. They don't want that. <laughs> Tim, it's your whole thing. You, you, you turn on booze news? <laughs> I'm very critical of my own work. So do I not have to? I don't want to do that follow up on that Pepsi story. Do I have to do that? No, you don't. <laughs> no, you're the correspondent. Good. Yeah. You do whatever you want. You're if any Pepsi news comes across my desk, I'll bring it here. But <laughs> folks, we're talking tequila sunrise. Oh, <sighs> baby. Choice. You know it when you see it. You do know when you see it. It's yeah. one of the easiest ones to pick out. It's got a nice, uh, a nice tropical gradient look to it. Yeah. We're talking orange up top, red on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, baby. It's it's great. What a what a cool uh, thing where you can like 
the drink looks like what it is, actually. Yeah. Did you guys know the backstory to the drink? No. I, I didn't, and I just did a little pokey on the uh, Wikipedia, and I was pleasantly surprised. It's cool. Yeah, it's pretty good, and it's it's pretty good for us, too. I'm really happy about it. I know nothing. Hit us with it. And Hanford, get ready to have your hair blown back, dude. I'll take my hat off. Okay. So there's this drink in the 1930s called the Tequila Sunrise, created by Gene Sullet at the Arizona Biltmore Hotel. But it's not the version we all know and love. This one is tequila, creme de cassis, lime juice, and soda water. Okay. Tim, am I saying that right? Cassis? Or cassis? I, I, it, maybe it's cassis. Maybe it's cassis. But I think it's like a raspberry liqueur, maybe. Like a yeah. chambord kind of a thing. No, black currant. Because they got me saying creme. It can't be cassis. Creme de cassis. Oh. Creme de cassis. <laughs> be our guest. Cut to the 1970s. The Trident in Sosalito a popular pier side bar just north up the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. And and here, let me blow your mind. I was just there, guys. You know I was up in NorCal. I went to the Trident. You did? It's cool as hell. Whoa, cut 40 years forward. Tim is there. Now 40 years <laughs> right back. Then cut back again. Now get in your DeLorean and head back onto the 70s. Now this place is serving it up differently. They're, they're throwing out the creme. Thank God. And they're bringing in grenadine. Okay. So this is tequila, orange juice, and grenadine, the one we all know and love. It's known for its signature orange to red fade. And the Trident at the time was also a music venue and a countercultural hub. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the hippie stuff. Yeah, you freaks. You guys would love this place because it's like it's on the water, but it's this big restaurant. Like the booths are like these big round wooden booths. And I think it was opened by the Kingston Trio. You know those guys? They're kind of like a folky trio yeah, from, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. 50s. My mom and was a had, big fan. It's a perfect mom fan yeah, <laughs> band. Yeah. But then I, I went in there. They have this all this cool, trippy uh, art on the walls that's very uh, Grateful Dead kind of a vibe. It's Sausalito, you know? Okay. And it's still open, but it's... Oh, no. It, it's still open, but it had a different name, and now it's back to the Trident. I, uh, before we continue, uh, I do want to say my mom likes that music, but she also gets to let out uh, from time to time. Oh, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Black dog. <laughs> yeah. She's really a headbanger, my mom. Okay. <laughs> Summer of 1972. It's the site of a private party kicking off the Rolling Stones North American tour following the release of Exile on Main Street. Whoa. You know who was probably there? Keith and Mick. <laughs> very likely. Very, very likely. Bartenders Bobby Lazoff and Billy Rice are working the bar. Up saunters. Mike, take one guess. Keith. Close. <laughs> Mick. Mick. <laughs> Mick Jagger. Keith's friend. He saunters up to the bar and his big old lips say, Oi, mate, how about one of them pretty ones with the fade? <laughs> maybe, maybe that will finally give me some satisfaction, huh? We don't know exactly what he said, but it probably sounded something like that. Yeah, something like that. I'm sure his hands, his, his uh, wrists were on his hips. He takes one sip of this thing and it's love at first sip. Sip. <laughs> He gets his whole entourage into him. Uh -huh. Then they kick off the tour and they order him all across America in what would become the rowdiest tour the band has ever had. Wow. Keith Richards states in his 2010 autobiography, Life, that the band nicknamed it the Cocaine and Tequila Sunrise Tour. Yikes. <laughs> the next year in 1973, Jose Cuervo saw an opportunity and puts the recipe on the back of the bottles, making it a mainstream hit in bars, restaurants, and living rooms all across the U.S., Despite being considered lowbrow by cocktail snobs, the Tequila Sunrise was a Technicolor tipple that defined <laughs> an era. 
giving its name to an Eagles song off their 1973 record Desperado yeah. and a 1988 Robert Town film starring Mel Gibson. Ooh. I saw that one time at a uh, when I was a kid. I was at a hotel room and I watched that movie. <laughs> that it really is like uh, it seems like a, a drink from the seventies, a tequila sunrise. I bet that the Rolling Stones liked it because the orange juice element allows it to be a daytime drink, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and then you're allowed to drink it in the morning. And those guys probably balanced it out with their white white cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> their orange drink and their white cocaine. Uh, I used to order these things all the time and I kind of forgot about them. I should order them some more, but, uh, yeah. they, they're, they taste great. I never knew if it was kind of like a, uh, wimpy drink or if you order them, it's kind of like, eh, it's okay. Well, try saying that to Mick and the boys. Wimpy drink. <laughs> well, that's what I should say to any bartender to give me a cup, but it, it comes the first time I got one, it came in like a regular glass. And then the next time I got it, it came in like a big, like curvy kind of, uh, yeah. vase. <laughs> I think it's a, it's it's good to order. It's not wimpy to order. I, I'm very excited for this drink because I feel like in my normal life, I, I do a lot of martinis and I do a lot of tiki stuff, but I would do in this podcast, I was looking forward to like the kind of forgotten, but just standard. I like a bar where, where the, the bar itself has like leather upholstery on it, you know, mm -hmm. and like a little bit of a, a red tint to the light. And it's like a daytime watering hole bar and i feel like this is as tiki as those places get i, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you are allowed to order it because i do think it's a morning it's like a screwdriver with a little grenadine so and it's very easy for a bartender to make he's not going to be like yeah you know oh, i gotta pull out all the stuff you got it right there it's two things and very easy for you at home yeah <laughs> hey mike i made you one of these one time in fact you ordered one of these <laughs> from me uh, Where were you? Went, <laughs> when was that? When we back at our old house, uh -huh. and I didn't know anything about mixing drinks. There was one time where I, I bought like a bunch of mixers and a bunch of liquors for no reason, and I was like, "Mike, what drink you want? Try and stump me. I got it all." And I definitely didn't have it all. But <laughs> you, you were you were standing over at uh, Jeff's uh, Ninja Turtles arcade game, uh -huh. and uh, yeah. <laughs> sp speaking of arcade games, did you? We also had the the Pac Man sit down one. That's a classic bar thing. When you see yeah, that in the yeah. bar, that's, that's a true. good bar. It's in my kitchen. Well, you were uh, Mike. You were playing uh, Ninja Turtles, and you go, um, "Ah, yeah, you'll make me drink. I'll have a." Uh, tequila sunrise and i made you one but we didn't have any ice in the fridge Oof. so i didn't so it, i poured i just filled it up a tall glass of like 16 ounces of oj and i, I think it gave you a real bad juice belly <laughs> well i gotta say when i ordered that drink that one time I was so terrified what was going to happen. I did, I've never ordered something like that before in my life. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, your, all the tequila sunrise. Oh, God, what am I voice, doing? Your voice definitely cracked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I didn't, when you came over, I remember not trying not to look at you to see my sweat. So, folks, keep the cubes. In, your, in general, don't make your juicy drinks. Your friends don't want that. Put the ice in there. Oh, yeah. If you got nice, polite friends like me, you won't say anything about it. But, you know, get, get the ice. Now, this recipe is... A bit of a uh, softball for us. Yep. It's simple. I mean, we'll find some way to fuck it up. But, uh. <laughs> well, no, no. We are mixologists now. We, we're going to knock this out of the park. All right. So we're looking at an ounce and a half tequila, three ounces orange juice, half an ounce of grenadine. And the way you do it is you pour tequila and orange juice directly into a highball glass filled with ice cubes, add grenadine to create the chromatic sunrise effect. Do not stir. Mm. 
Mm. You want that fade, don't you? Yeah. Don't stir it. I'm going to give a little stir just when after I, before the grenadine, mix up my tequila and my juice. Am I allowed to do that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's allowed. Just allow it this once, please. I beg of you. We won't tell the IBA. And then you can garnish with a half orange slice or an orange zest, neither of which I have. I don't have that either. That that seems like the thing that makes uh, puts it on this IBA list is like, a, oh, it's not a trashy drink. It's kind of nice with a garnish <laughs> in it. You could just put a little wedge on top of anything and they'll like it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm making mine to the letter of the law. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Okay. Mm, that's good. Ooh. You know, I like a good orange juice drink. I told you, you guys know that. What about a screwdriver? I uh, love it. Oh, yeah, a mimosa. <laughs> I hate it. That's been one unexpected uh, bonus of this podcast is that I have a bunch of juice around now. Mm-hmm. And when I have breakfast, I can be like, wow, I'm going to have some grapefruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that we used so little of that grapefruit juice that now you just got to get through it all. Speaking of juice here, I uh, can you see mine here on the Zoom? It's all the cherry stuff sunk to the bottom. I used a, I used a cherry juice, not a grenadine. That's a, that's a fancy Luxardo cherry juice kind of a thing. So it was heavier. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with this. Do not stir. 
because uh, I just had a red line at the bottom of my orange juice. You do have to kick it up a little bit. I've seen some of them saying to uh, stir lightly until you get the effect. Yeah. Um, well, it's like a black and tan. Are you saying the, the cherry juice was from those maraschino cherries I had? Yeah. No, those are gone. I don't know where those are. Oh, yeah, you lost those. They're lost. I have no idea where they went. Uh, so this is just some other cherry juice. <laughs> I got many different cherry juices over here at the house. I did read something about a tri-state area uh-huh. cherry cherry burglar. That's weird because I can't believe that would happen. But I didn't say that what I read was in the news <laughs> <Right>. or. I <laughs> see. <laughs> well, let me it tell you, good. my first reaction to this drink is I can't decide if I should. It looks gorgeous and I don't know how if I should sacrifice the looks to mix it up more because if. Are you guys using straws? No. I am because I wanted to sip selectively. (laughs) I guess that is kind of another one of those cool, customizable, interactive experiences. (laughs) But my first sip was uh, the straw was at the bottom of the cup, and I just tasted Rose's Grenadine. And then I brought my straw up too high, and I tasted OJ. OJ, And then I mixed it up a little bit, and I got the perfect, delicious mix. What kind of tequila did you guys use? Uh, Cuervo. Oh, which is the original. Yep. Yeah. The OG. I had some Casamigos, but I saved it and I used Casadores because I think when you got a, a good tequila, you, yeah. you don't need to waste it. I had some uh, Sousa Gold and I was very excited to find I had a little Hornitos left. Right. <laughs> I, I got one step up. I don't know that many uh, tequila brands. I kind of only... No, you know Patron. Sure, that's true. Hendrix, but that's a gin. <laughs> yeah, so that's disqualified. And if we're being really strict, I yeah. don't think we should count that. <laughs> okay, here's my huge question to you guys. Hit me. OJ, baby. What type of OJ did you use? Minute Maid, the best, the OG, the king of the oh, the king of the OJs. A single serving bottle of OJ that you bought at a bodega? Yeah, yeah, I went out and bought one of those. Jeffy. I did a gas station bottle of Tropicana. Tropicana Pure Premium, not from Concentrate? Nope. This is from Concentrate Gas Station Dog Shit. This is good. Guys, we all did the same. I thought I would be the oddball out by having cheap OJ. But I was standing there at the grocery store and I said to myself, look, we grew up in the Tony Soprano age of Tropicana Pure Premium, the good stuff. But before Mm -hmm. the 90s or whatever, when people had OJ, it was Minute Maid, right? And it was from Concentrate. So I I said, I want to taste exactly what Mick, when he put those huge lips, when he was at the Trident and he put those giant famous lips on that straw, that's what I want to taste. So I got the cheapy stuff as well. And um, it's kind of nostalgic. I I like bad orange juice. You know what we should have made it out of is... The Minute Maid you get in the frozen cylinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they still sell those? The brick. I think they do. That's funny. That would be perfect. You change it up and make it with a make it with some Five Alive. <laughs> oh, I remember Five Alive. Oh, wait. Yeah. Five Alive was five different fruits, right? Oh, yeah. What was so alive about it? You, it made you alive? You were alive in order to have to, to mix it up. You could not be right. dead. To purchase it. No corpses and zombies are picking these up. When you're ordering at a bar and a standard bar in the 70s, I'm guessing this OJ, unless Sausalito, it's California, they got orange groves around, maybe they would have fresh squeeze. But I, my guess is this stuff comes out of the gun. This is, this is a box of OJ. 
yeah. from yeah, a concentrate. Yeah, yeah. You know that look of under the bar or in the back room? Oh, yeah. Cardboard. And then the gun automatically mixes With water, water or soda or, on the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh-huh. You think uh, you think people were going around bars back then and saying, just give me what Mick drinks. Oh, yeah. Give me what Keith and Mick. What, you, get, you know what they're doing on the tour? Give me that. Hey, they were in 73, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's whatever. That's what the nation was saying. Give me what Mick drinks. 73 tequila for me and all the the bartenders in those days had to be really up on the rolling stones to know exactly right. what they were drinking because <laughs> they say uh, you know what is he drinking these days uh, brown sugar no that's a song <laughs> he likes that on his oatmeal perhaps but that's not what we're doing here at the bar ah guys best drink so far yeah yeah because it's it, it's one you can make without too many screw-ups and i'm tasting the tequila it's not weak no, it's a uh, it's no. a shot of tequila and only two shots of OJ, so that's a good ratio. This is our first tequila on the pod. Tis, tis, and nice. we like tequila, and 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 we we feel like tequila wakes us up and makes us want to party. Keep us peppy for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps us going for a full tour. Yeah, hey, that's what our next uh, Sabi Boys tour should be sort of sponsored by uh, tequila. I thought we would do the 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 cocaine and and tequila sunrise tour. Well, that right? might be nice. Yeah. We don't really have the money for cocaine, though. We got to get a, a, a kind of an Indiegogo campaign going for that. <laughs> and funnel some of those funds to some of the better orange juices, too. The, the unsung hero of this is grenadine. What a great, what a, what a funny thing that became a standard that every bar has to have and that you make tons of drinks out of is this very specific fake pomegranate syrup. Well, it's funny. The Stones loved this drink so much, but it was the Beatles who had that song. Grenadine, Grenadine, oh, Grenadine, boy. Grenadine. Should we tell them? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it. I'm feeling my tequila's kind of kicking in. I'm starting to think, hey, this podcast ain't so bad. I know. That's what's nice about <laughs> these uh, drinks. The uh, tequila really sneaks up on you, and all of a sudden you're, whoa, surprise drunk. Yeah, it really takes the edge off whatever podcast you're listening to. <laughs> I really want to take my mic off the stand and sort of walk around. How's everybody doing tonight? Hey, where things are getting going, you know? <laughs> Oi, where's Keith? Yeah, where's Charlie Watts, our drummer? And where's Roy Orbison? We're, We're fans. fans. <laughs> We're fans of that man. Were there any stones in the traveling Wilburys? No. Uh, no. <laughs> it was Tom Petty, Dylan, Roy Orbison, and George Harrison. And the the ELO guy. Oh. Jeff Lynn, right? Jeff Jeff Lynn, Lynn. yeah. I saw Jeff Lynn at, uh, it was like the ELO experience or something over at uh, the Hollywood Bowl a couple years ago. It was awesome. He played like all the hits and just like there was a huge like laser light show thing happening. One of those bands that you're not aware of how many songs you know until you see them and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I noticed it. You know, ELO, (laughs) like music people love ELO. If you know any engineers or producers, that's their favorite band. Is uh, that prog rock? Are we calling that prog rock? I don't. I would say progress is rock is more of your your yes and your genesis and even okay. maybe your rush. But yeah, right. They are definitely. Uh, I thought they were sort of like diet Beatles. Uh-huh. You know, because of uh, Mr. Blue Sky is so McCartney ish. But they got a lot to offer. They have a ton to offer. It's it's lush production. It's it's it's, it's smart, clever music. Yeah, and they, and they like UFO imagery. I like UFOs. Telephone line is cool. Come Telephone on. line's great. I also I listened to a two disc greatest hits on a road trip one time, and I said I know all these songs. 
But here's what I learned recently. I was watching a documentary about Fleetwood Mac, who you may know from the Ocean Spray TikTok video. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, speaking of Ocean Spray, is Cape Cotter on our list? We should do a Cape Cotter sometime. I don't think it is, but let's do it. What's that? Uh, Cranberry juice and vodka? That's right. Vodka, cranberry, sometimes a little soda on top. Um, I was watching this doc about Fleetwood Mac and then uh, the people, the guys were saying, well, when Stevie did her solo album, she, of course, went and worked with all the, the L.A. guys, you know, and she and they were like Tom Petty, uh, Bruce Hornsby. And they listed off all these rockers who were like to the public and the range or, or like people, yeah, <laughs> the front man of the range. A lot of guys who are, uh, the be- uh, you know, uh, maybe not as cool to the public, but I like thinking of L.A. in 1985 was just a lot of these kind of like bored guys drinking probably this drink. This feels yeah. like when you think of Jeff Lynn and you think of his sunglasses that are faded, they're light on the bottom, dark up top, yeah. and his big leather jacket, he's definitely drinking this drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the drink's got to match the shades, baby. Yeah, Everyone's sort of doing that light jeans with like a T-shirt and coat look. You gotta. Like the Chevy Chase in the uh, Call Me Al video. <laughs> yeah, that's a good video. <laughs> good video, good look. Good night! Oh, somebody, some, who finished? Whoa. That was me. Tim, okay. Sucked it down. Tim crosses the finish line. The checkered flag is waving. <laughs> I might have to get over to the uh, hospital. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This really. is going to be tough to just have one of these bad boys. Yeah, but you got to go. You can't have that much juice in a night. I learned that one the hard way. I used to make my tiki drinks with so much pineapple juice and I would be sweaty all night. From the juice? From the juice. Juice makes the tea man sweat. Okay. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it, but okay. I've heard it all. You heard it here first. This was booze news, everybody. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. That was a special update. <laughs> yeah, this just in. Yeah, we had to break into the podcast. We had some breaking and we had to cut in. Yeah. Well, I'm not getting anything about that uh, Pepsi thing over here, so I'll leave that alone. Good. Ooh. Wow, it's good. Top and, tier. As always, gets better as it gets meltier. That's mm-hmm. right. <sighs> You know how uh, Elvis Presley has that song, Lemonade? I'm like, uh, <laughs> does he have that? <laughs> I think that Eddie Murphy had that song when he was making fun of Elvis. You know what? Just go with it. Because <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm over here going, Grenadine. Ah, yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, I would never argue with that. You are over there going that. <laughs> <laughs> I Just the beginning of that, I don't know if I know about the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait a the first one. <laughs> hey, I blame it on the uh, I blame it on the sunrise in this one, Joe. <laughs> blame it on the sunrise. Another good album title. <laughs> oh, that is a good. Hey, let's talk about the song "Tequila Sunrise" by the Eagles. Are you guys fans or are you major haters? I don't know shit about it. Take it away, Tim. Sing a sing a bar for me. Just another tequila. Oh sunrise. yeah, of course the Eagles, baby. I love them. <laughs> you gotta love that shit. I, uh, I'm, I, I'm conflicted about the Eagles. I, I do love them and I like that song, but I think that, I think they're dumb. You know, I, I think- have a friend who, uh, I have a friend who's kind of like a stonery type guy, wears his robe a lot and he hates the fucking okay. Eagles, man. That's oh, not boy. your friend, Jeff. That's not his friend. It's a movie character he's talking his about. His name is Jeff. This is more spin. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you gotta, you gotta be fair and balanced with your reporting, man. That's true. <laughs> that was Jeff Lebowski. Do you guys don't you think that the that um the Eagles are have good songs but their brains are small? Yeah, I mean they kind of like admitted that they just were making records to make money, right? Oh, they wanted the green stuff, huh? How dare they? <laughs> Not us. We make 3 records, haven't made a penny yet. Yeah, and we don't want any. Folks, 
take your money and shove it up your asses. <laughs> or uh, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Well, so what were you going to say about the, uh, the, the song or the Eagles? Oh, I wanted to ask you if the movie or the song painted uh, in any way your perception of this drink. For me, I always knew that song and I had seen that movie, but they're not formative to me. So I, I wasn't like thinking about them today. No, maybe they did because that's I do think of it as like a like I was saying, a 70s thing. So maybe that is what spurred it. That I knew it from that song. Could be. Could be. We'll never know. I don't know shit about it either, so I'm going to uh, keep my old trap shut. <laughs> I think that we're going to find, as we, with this podcast, we're going to kind of become like alcohol historians. Alcoholics. Right? We're going to eventually, yes, I think we're already there. <laughs> um, but we're going to learn all this stuff, and we're going to be like little Malcolm Gladwells, basically, with the sociology. But I think we're going to find that the 80s, I think the 80s have a reputation of being the dark ages of, of cocktail culture. Yeah. So so that this is like the last gasp before you kind of putter out with your fuzzy navels and your sex on the beach, which I've never had. And I'm looking forward to having. Those are 80s, right? Or into 70s? I think that those are like late 70s at the earliest. It seemed like they were moving into a thing of like making drink names that sounded interesting, uh, like the ones you just mentioned there or something that's like, ooh, it kind of sound fun when I'm ordering it. Yeah, in my deep dive uh, for, for coming up with the backstory for the old Tequila Sunrise, I was surprised to see that the Tequila Sunrise and a lot of drinks of the 80s were considered like lowbrow or I don't know, is it because it was too much juice or because it's, it was too colorful? Like, I don't understand. Are, are, are cocktail nerds more about like the stinky, peaty, like whiskeys I and gins? That's the impression I get. Like people, if it kind of tastes good. That's the impression that I get. <laughs> Dickie Barrett, dude. Now that's music. Dickie, Dickie Barrett. Ricky, Dickie Barrett. Uh, the the impression I got, Dickie Barrett, Boston, uh, was that if it tastes good, it's kind of considered like cheaper and uh, not as refined. Yeah. You know, what's, sugary. A, what's with it? I mean, people that think that you just have to drink whiskey straight I mean, we do that. I'll do that. I can do that too. <laughs> I can have it. a tequila sunrise. In fact, a normal night, if I were hitting the town with my boys. Yeah. Nice uh, bottle of Ciroc. I would only start with a drink like this. You know, I'm not going to drink that all night. And I, and I would eventually just have a tequila on the rocks or tequila soda. Nice. And maybe someone's going nuts and we have tequila shots. Hey. I'm on board for all that, but I don't need to say it's that or nothing. Yeah. If you're one of these people who think you only got to drink whiskey straight, I'll just say, you got no place in our listenership. <laughs> Unsubscribe wow. right Unsubscribe, now. Unsubscribe, get the fuck out of here. March your ass over to come town. If you're one of these people <laughs> who likes to start a log fire in their house, pour an old bottle of scotch, swirl it around, it's, why don't you find the fucking door? You know what yeah, I mean? Why don't you yeah, swirl don't it right up your ass. your ass on the way out. Yeah. And go subscribe to Chapo's fucking trap house. <laughs> Is that another podcast? I think it's like the biggest podcast on earth. About drinks? No, it's, it's about, about Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so uh, folks, uh, don't listen to that. This is the only podcast you need to subscribe to and <laughs> listen to it all the time. Only this podcast. And you'll get all your news. Sure, sure. We mentioned Bernie Sanders just now, so you know who that is. Yeah, baby. Vote him in. Pencil him in. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go to a break? Folks, we'll be back with more Sloppy Boys. I'll do a better one. Folks, we'll be back with more Sloppy Boys.
I kind of like that other one. After <laughs> these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back. Guys, I'm looking at my uh, palm tea glass which I use as my Collins glass. Well, that's a little life hack for you, by the way. Get yourself a palm tea glass. It's perfect. Those are good. Those are It is good. perfect. It looks like a Collins glass and no one would ever know. Maybe it is. I haven't seen those in a long time. Do they still make those? Yeah, I don't know, Mike. I don't, you don't know. You don't need to get any more. You got the glass. Look, I got what's mine. You guys got to fend for yourselves. <laughs> no, sure. You're assigned to figure that. While Mike is working on the Pepsi story, Jay, you got to get to the bottom of the palm story. All right, I'll report back. Hit that beat. Oh, I got a I got a lead on that, by the way, during the break. Oh, you did? Someone reached yeah. out? The answer is out there. Somebody somebody tweeted at me. Oh. Said the answer's out there. Yeah. Keep digging. I said, <laughs> oh, wow, wow. God, I feel like a That reminds me of some files that I saw one time. Oh. Yes. Guys, what do you think? Final thoughts. This is an order again for me. This is a this is a round tour. Come on. Oh yeah. Tequila Sunrise, the best in the biz. Two and three and then some. Yeah, right. Me too. I feel like if I'm, I feel, this drink made me feel like I was a guy, like an older divorced guy in Marina Del Rey having a, have a breakfast by myself and and feeling good. That's the life. You know what this drink, <laughs> you can drink this, you can make a pitcher of this stuff. How about that? Yeah, I would. You can make a pitcher for sure. Oh, and then the whole pitcher does the thing. That's wow. right. But then when you pour, you don't get any grenadine. Ah. <sighs> Damn. Mike, you didn't think it through. No, maybe it's half of it is just the orange juice and uh, tequila in the pitcher. And then you pour it and your and your friend's like, oh, thanks. They walk away. No, no, come here. Forgot the sunrise. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you're the best. You're the best bartender. Or. I love you. You make it all. You, you got the pitcher. Then you get yourselves one of those uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids guns. Shrink yourself down. Hop into that pitcher. Swim around with your mouth open. Yeah. I got to confess, there was a hot tip that I didn't mention earlier in the show. Oh, shit. I saw online 
that if you want to make a good fade, what you should do is guide the grenadine down the side of the glass with a spoon. Like a black and tan. Like a black and tan. A black and tan, Mike. I poured my cherry juice right right in the middle. I was holding out on you guys and I was holding out on the listeners. Ooh, this is a re-record. I think this is a delete. Yeah, full teardown. <laughs> drag to trash. All right, final thoughts. This is a keeper, baby. Yeah, baby. Best of the bunch so yeah. far. I know we're only- uh, This goes on the list. We're only so many episodes in, but tough to beat. We like you. Well, that does it for the old Tequila Sunrise. Tim, I hear you got a little quizzy for us. That's right. Who's ready to play a little bit of a game? <laughs> I don't play games, Tim. I'm very serious about oh this type God. of thing. Oh, my God. I'm very okay, serious Okay, well, podcast. folks, thanks for listening. Let's fade out. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You got me. I was acting. I'm working on a new character. Serious guy. I loved it. Thanks. You could have been in that movie, A Serious Man. Ah, well, I know. I saw that movie. I was like, oh, I wish I could be in that, but they shot it already. Yeah, well, reshoots, sometimes I have to. Okay, here's the game. This is a bit of a challenge. Now, the, I, I was inspired by this drink. Yeah, I was telling you guys, describing a bar that's sort of like a, uh, a an upholstered bar, and it's got kind of red lighting, and maybe it's got a right. Schlitz light over the pool table. Mm. And I was I was thinking about those type of tequila sunrise is not exactly what you would always order at that bar, but I was thinking that's maybe the fanciest thing they do at those bars. And then I I started thinking about we and we brought this up as well the gun the soda gun that ah, is. Yes. Every bartender is like a wild west gunslinger, and they rely on that. Yeah, and they protect the villagers, the patrons, mm-hmm. from dehydration. Exactly. <laughs> now, I don't want to get in a whole film semiotics thing where I go on about the white hat, the black hat, and the meaning behind Thank all of it. But, <laughs> but what I did want to say is I was clicking around today because uh, I love the internet. I'm, you know, memes and all that. Anyway, I was looking at there's this company that makes the the gun, the famous gun that's the standard one that's everywhere. It's called uh, Wonder Bar Soda Gun, and I read the little buttons on it, and I devised a little challenge for my two friendies, oh. where I'm going to read to you. The letter, because it's not full words. These days, right, they right. got full words. But back then, it was shorthand. Yeah, I'm going to read you the letter, and then you each uh, give me your guess of what you think, what drink you think is okay. represented. Damn. If I'm remembering correctly, okay. these guns have seven buttons on them? These have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, but they're not all the same. So I may have been looking at this one ten, but no, this okay. is this is kind of the standard one from Wikipedia, and we'll get into some weird territory here. Well, you're going to get mad at me. I'll go. That was what I found. I well, and, and when did this come out? Uh, I don't have that kind of research. I well, it's that, so I'm like, it's not going to be a bone vive button base. Exactly, gotcha. and. I mean, think about it. If you're at a bar, you order a Bon Viv, they go to cooler, they grab that. But there's yeah. only a certain number of things. Yeah. Now, you, there's a lot of bartenders listening and thinking these guys don't know their shit. And you're right. And then you're going to, these buttons may not be what you have, but these are, this is the standard according to That's wikipedia.org. Funny. And this is like family feud where it's just like, exactly. hey, this this is a uh, this is a list and we're guessing what's on the list. Doesn't need to Surfy be. says. There's a couple where they, they, it goes either way and it's actually kind of interesting. So are you ready? <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. Button number one is entitled G. Mike. Yes, Mike. Ginger ale. He is on the board with ginger ale. Good drink for when you're feeling sick and you don't want to keep the orange juice down. Go ahead, Tim. 
How'd you feel about that, Jay? Were you were you just slow on the draw, but you knew it, or did you, had it not come to you yet? Well, I thought we were going to do a thing where we just like say one, and you're like, "Yes, it's on the board." I didn't know it was, we were going to be prompted by a letter. Yeah, you're get, you're going to be prompted <laughs> by a letter, and then you buzz in. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm not the best quiz master. No, no but, that's all right. Uh, here we go, round two. The letter is S. Jeffy. Seltzer. Jeffy. Oh, Sprite. Michael. Seltzer. Mike, I hate Sprite. You know this about me. <laughs> Why are you even talking about it? And how did you? How can you hate Sprite? You're obsessed with it. Okay, it's tormenting you. You got to move on from it. Sprite's good. Um, the S is for soda. You know, because bartenders always just call it soda. Yeah, you don't even have to explain it. Of course. Oh, I said seltzer. Button number three is entitled W. Jeffy, water. Yes. Mike, how do you oh, feel about that? I, the root I, I, of I, all life, 60% of your body in the earth. I thought it was 80%. Um, uh, not my body. I thought water was its own big button that said water on it. it and on later models of the Wonder Bar gun, it eventually is there. That's I why at, I asked what date this one was made. Round number four. Uh, the, the letter is C. Go up. He's got it, Michael. Cola. Now, there was a caveat, sometimes cranberry, but more often, cola. Cola. You guys are tied 2-2. Two, two. This feels kind of like... No, he's, he's got three. I got, I got one. What? I got ginger ale, seltzer, and cola. Okay. I just and got Jeffy water. got the water. I got water. Philosophus says it's known to some. The score is 3-1. Dutton leading. Anford leading. <laughs> I think you probably shouldn't have that second tequila. I sunrise. think that the OJ is talking. <laughs> yeah. The letter is... I like this where you guys just blurt out the answer. Don't say your name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes the sense. button is L. L for lemonade. <laughs> what? Lemonade. Nope. <laughs> what? It's open. Keep guessing until you get it. And Liquor. You're the, no, you're on the right track with lemon. licorice. No, Limes? lime. Put them both together. Lemon, lemon lime. lime is the category. And then Sprite. what's the, yes? <laughs> Sprite, Seven Up, and Sierra Mist are all usually labeled L for wow. lemon lime. You know what? I'm happy I didn't get that one. Next question. Yeah, because you don't <laughs> like that flavor, so you were abstaining. Next question is. Q. Oh, what would be in a Q? Hmm. Quarters? Would you like a little hint? No, not yet. Not is there yet. something called quince? Uh, there is something, but it's, but it's not in, in, in bar mixology. Okay, okay. That's what I was asking about. I was just asking about if there was something called quince. If you eliminate every other Q word, you'll get to it. Mm. Q. Hmm. And I'll give you their hint, which is the Q is not the name of the beverage, right. rather a notable ingredient. Quarinine? Oh, boy. You're almost there. You just said it wrong. Quinine? Quinine, Michael. Quinine. And what are we talking about? What is the beverage? I don't know. Club soda? Tonic water. Tonic water. Dutton, you get the point. Oh, damn it. Tonic water with quinine. Quinine was like an old-timey thing that they thought healed you from things and i don't know if it did these days q is a little has a little different meaning but q and on right but uh you know when you buy a, a a can of tonic water it says with quinine on it so they used that as the letter next letter we're in the home stretch here the letter is o 
Orange juice. Yes, he has got it. Damn. OJ coming through that gun. Lots of places don't like to do that. A little too pulpy for them. <laughs> okay. I should get one of these guns. I should get one of these guns. I know it so well. Yeah, you're saying if I get one of these guns, I get all these drinks in one? <laughs> well, you got to keep them stocked. It's just I'd not- like one of these drinks, one of these guns uh, sitting off my cell phone here so I can just... <gasps> the next one is P. P. Diddy. Dr. Pepper. That's ridiculous. Nobody <laughs> drinks Dr. Pepper with no, anything. No, that's a, that's a drink. Come on, Jeff. That's a drink. P. Is for hmm, what type of pepper? But that's not really for a drink. That's more for a side dish. We want a hint. Yes, is a it hint. This this one was weird to me. It's it's not orange juice, but it's another juice. Apple. What type of apple? <laughs> Granny Smith. <laughs> no, um, uh, pineapple is uh, pineapple. Uh, <laughs> oh, pineapple! <laughs> I said it. But Mike, well, you, you get, get the a point because you repeated it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the board. Uh, that was weird because it says also sometimes Pepsi, but we usually the C <laughs> is your Coke. Yes. Uh, but some if you do cranberry, you may then use Pepsi. Even if it's Coke, you use the P. Home hey. stretch here. Um, uh, this one is quite tricky. And the letter is this is, the last one? Second to last one. The letter is T. I, w- I was going to say tonic, but we've done tonic. We've done tonic. That was quinine. Shut. T. And and I'll give you hints. Hold on, Please. not yet, not yet. Uh, give the hints. The, the gentle hint is this: this is is dated. This is tied tab, to a the, tab. Yes, he's no. got it. No, even oftentimes at bars, when it's Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, they will still use the T for tab because that's when the gun first came out. Hey, rest in peace, tab. Yeah, tab, tab guys, hit character. Look it up. And the final question is a, ver- a very rare one, not at every bar, SS. Simple syrup. Good guess, but no. Seagram 7. Great guess, but no. Now, remember... S has already been used for soda. So this SS is not necessarily a double S. It's just that it's the other S drink. Hmm. Seltzer? Nope. We've done soda. Yeah. 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 Uh, would you like a hint? Yeah. The other, these other ones have been, uh, you know, soft drinks where you could drink a whole glass of them. This one is specifically for making cocktails. Hmm. S. Uh, it's a type of mix. Uh, Hold on. Goes well with whiskey, <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, this is a classic mix. You might see it with uh, like a Mr. and Mrs. T's bottle of blank mix. And it begins with an S? Begins with an S. It's yellow. Sour. Yes. Uh. Sour mix. Mike, you have just won the soda gun button challenge. How do you feel? It'd be nice if I won one of those soda guns. Can you uh, recap? G, ginger ale. S, soda. W, water. C, cola, sometimes cranberry. L, all of your lemon limes, you know, Sierra Mist, Sprite, 7-Up. Q is tonic, quinine. Uh, O is OJ. P is pineapple, sometimes Pepsi. T is tab, meaning all diet sodas. And SS is sour mix. And then I've also saw some guns do, in addition to tab, they added a D button for Diet Cola. I didn't include that because I wanted to stick with the original gun. And that was the game. Yeah, nice. Good quiz. Good, good game. quiz. Good game. Thank you.
Well, guys, that does it for the game. I got a little mail for you. Let's get into it. Lucas writes, Hey, guys, I'm not surprised to see your podcast is booze-related. When I saw you at Subterranean, you took the stage with several beers in hand, and I think Tim had a cocktail, question mark? I was wondering what your go-to onstage drinks are, and does the venue provide those or what? Keep it sloppy, Lucas. That's a great question. Uh, the venue's providing those things. That's, <laughs> well, that's the writer. <laughs> that's how come when uh, when we leave a club, you always see the owner uh, locking up uh, and uh, walking straight to the poor house. Well, I, they provide them in the sense that uh, they provide them behind the bar and we have to buy them. Yeah, the, the, the scale of venues we play generally don't, we don't have like a rider, although we did one time play the Bell House in Brooklyn with Don't Stop. And I remember when the show was over, we were all packing up and- Amin and Tony were like, hey, grab those bottles. And I was like, oh, are we allowed? <laughs> and they uh, informed me that the the bottles they put in the back room at big venues like that, they come out of your um, they come out of your cut of the door. Right. They asked us if we had any like specific things. And I think we were like chips and some fruit, maybe. Yeah, I, I think we went all out a little too much. We had a bottle of makers. We were we probably didn't make any money that night. <laughs> I think this standard for like little clubs we played uh, two you get two drink tickets. That's similar to like a comedy club. A comedian would get two drink tickets, and then the bigger the venue, then yeah, your rider, what you want in your green room is coming out of your paycheck. Once we learned that lesson when we played Subterranean in Chicago, guys, do you remember we set we uh, we had just learned this lesson the hard way? So we told them we'll take a case of the cheapest beer you have. So I don't remember if I had a, a cocktail that night, that's shocking because usually I just drink whatever's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do a beer on, on, so I do one beer on stage to keep me sort of level. Yeah. It's funny. Beer does kind of function as like a, uh, hydrator. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't, it shouldn't. No, no, no. But you know, you're singing and stuff. It, it'll, it'll lube up oh, the yeah, old yeah, uh, yeah. vocal cords. If you just throat. dump a little pabst on them, right. It'll loosen right up. And you can't <laughs> be doing liquor on stage. I, I think in LA, uh, at, um, the satellite in Los Angeles. I've had some tequilas on stage, and it's not really a good idea. You know, you got you got to find the frets. You got to hold on to your pick. You can't be getting drunk up there. Yeah, a, re- a real rock and roller. He he wants to really be focused on stage and not be loose and goosing. Like Mick Jagger, he was thinking of each note. He was picturing the staff, and he was picturing the time signature. Yeah, the tequila sunrises. They were drinking after the show. One and then straight to bed. If you've got a question for the boys, email us at the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Do it. Anything else before we sign off? Thanks for listening. Top notch drink. Great drink. We really appreciate it. And uh, we just want to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you just so much. Yeah. It's been wonderful. This is going to co- continue on next week because we had such a good time here. Every week, Tequila Sunrise, right here on The Sloppy Boys. (laughs) That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Later, everybody. See ya. (laughs)